Chattanooga, it's Natalie, Gino D. Kevin is out this week, but we have a special guest because we have my professional dance instructor from Dancing with the Stars North Georgia. It's Nelson Rodriguez. Hey, Natalie. Great to be here today. I'm so excited. I haven't seen you in two weeks since we competed together. Do you miss me? I do miss you. (laughs) I miss dancing. It was so much fun. The whole experience was Amazing. That's one of the questions I was going to ask you is if if, if you do miss it now because you were doing it for so long, mm-hmm. you were kind of in that routine, you get in the pattern. I remember you'd wrap up here on the air and you'd be like, well, going to go see Nelson. We're going to go do some dancing. Mm-hmm. So is that part, are you missing that part? Um, Yes. <laughs> I miss just learning new stuff. I miss um, just Nelson's personality. He's so sure. fun to work with. And he's such a good teacher too because um, I told him that from the, like, the very beginning i told you i was dyslexic and he pretty much changed the whole way he teaches to fit what i needed you know nice. what i'm saying awesome um so it well, was i don't just, think you were that bad really. i wasn't that no, bad not at all not See, at i'm all. worse on myself than no that. you are everybody's <laughs> their own right? worst critic that's right that's well that's right. such a beautiful compliment i appreciate that that's mm-hmm. one of the things that in my art uh, that's what people come to the art is because dancing is so positive and it's high energy and you can have a, an incredibly kind of rough day and you come in and you're around music that's fun uh personality just everything kind of relaxes for you while and then when you walk out the door it's there for you anyway and you feel so good i said on because we went on this and that Mm -hmm. um to promote dancing with the stars um i said it was so good for me physically but it was even better for me mentally Mm -hmm. because i don't like to work out but when you're dancing you've got so many things to think about that you forget that you're yeah. sweating your butt off the you, whole you time that that, uh, that note with me as well you kind of oh. felt like it was a great way to work out because you didn't you weren't thinking about right. the exercising uh per, so much it was more about the dance steps and getting it right yeah it was so much fun so um where did you come from and how did you make it to chattanooga well, i'm originally from barranquilla colombia oh colombia colombia um and actually with that background you would think that would be my first thing i go to but when i was young we go to these Latin dance parties, which was very popular in the Latin world. And uh, my mother, I would sit at the table and she would pinch me to go dance. Uh-huh. Go dance with that girl. And I'd be like, no, I don't want to. And ironically, I end up with that as my main profession in my uh-huh. life. Um, but I came from there. I moved many places in the United States as being, uh, my, my dad is a, a chemical engineer and went through all these different stages of the United States, New Jersey, Georgia, Louisiana, Florida. So I've been around everywhere. So yeah. that, originally, I'm from Columbia, so I have a Latin background. But that doesn't mean you you know how to dance. It's it's a whole you have a <laughs> you have a feel for it, and there's always that. But the organized dancing, uh, that's there's a training to that. Yeah. So you're not born with the talent. No, no. You you can understand music and and being in that environment with uh, with your eth- with your ethnic background. Um, whereas you know in your Mexico, Colombia, all those places, that is the main thing that you do in your life is dancing and in mm-hmm. America is a little different and the same thing in Europe, Japan is very strong, but 
No, I was trained. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that everybody can be trained? Because yes. I know there's some people two left feet, as they say, or just don't have any ri- natural rhythm. But you think everybody can probably? Yes, uh, it, it, I have my second profession is EMS, and I went into it with absolutely no knowledge of medical lingo or anything. I was always the one that raising the quest, the hand in, in the class, and people going. Oh. <laughs> but if you have a good instructor. With anything that you want to do in your life, you can be trained. And if you have a desire for it, yeah. that's even better. Sure. Well, those two have to go hand in hand. Very good. And you used to work at a university here, right, for like 15 years? Did, so I dance? was the ballroom coach for Covenant College. Okay. And until the pandemic set in, it, it kind of cut that short. But I started as a charity to help out the college to raise money for it to form a ballroom team and dance club. And from there, it just snowballed. And then for 15 years, I was asked to be the ballroom coach. And I had the kids that I think the largest amount of kids I had in the class were 22 kids. And then I have uh, a ballroom club, and they would come and learn how to dance socially. It's a great social education Mm -hmm. because as you progress in life, you you never know where the things you're going to go to, a a governor's ball or a wedding or anything. So it kind of that social part of life is sometimes left out, mm-hmm. and dancing has that tendency, especially for males, to make you relax a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're asking that pretty female to dance. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you're doing before you can ask. That's yeah. right. Gives that's you the right. Confidence that's there. right. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yes. So you said that your mom would like pinch you to go get up on the mm-hmm. dance floor. When mm-hmm. did you realize you really liked to dance? Well, I didn't realize I really liked to dance until. Uh, I was going to college, and my dad said that back then getting grants were not quite as easy. Um, but he said, you need to help me with college, and I was going to LSU. And I back then, you would find everything in a newspaper. Mm-hmm. That's how I was 1901. <laughs> um, so I find the ad in the paper, and I saw meet people, travel, all this stuff that appealed to me that I didn't have as a personality. And so I went and applied, and uh, they taught me how to dance and then first it was a business sense of it and then I really got hold of it and then I really loved it for the art form that it is Mm -hmm. that is so cool so how long have you been teaching dance lessons oh my gosh so Um, many years yeah I'm I'm going I'm going on my 45th year shut up 45th year just teaching 45th year of teaching yeah yeah so I've been doing it for a long time I've seen it come from you know just like we see the Olympics how much the, the physicality of the Olympics and the abilities of these young people to do what they do. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in this art. The speeds and the bends and the movements are so dramatic now compared to us when I started. That is a beautiful thing to see. And the human body just keeps adding. Mm-hmm. And you always think, how can you keep adding to a double <laughs> axle, you know, a triple axle in, in skate? Now everybody's mm-hmm. doing quadruple axles. It's the same thing in the dance world. It just keeps going, and it's a beautiful thing to watch develop through mm-hmm. the years. And I'm proud to say I've been in that business for that long because it is a tough business, and you know you have pandemics and things. So I survived pandemics. So I was very blessed to be able to go through that. Mm-hmm. How, how, sorry, go how did you get into the teaching aspect? How did you learn? Or so I started with with, with, a, with a school called Arthur Murray, and mm-hmm. we had, there was Arthur Murray Fred Astaire. So um, you go and applied, and they actually train you to dance. And then you're a part of any business. It's a business. Sure. Uh, you learn how to have somebody, how to make somebody have an appeal toward it, and to make them understand the benefits of what dancing is all about. And so that's how I got to that point. Do you remember when you first kind of stepped into that role? And I did. I do. Yeah. Actually, we used to have these meetings, and and the, and they would say like, "What do you want?" 
And I, I tell you a story real fast that I we would have to pick, they would pick two staff members to dance every week at a party to give you a necessary training and, and, and confidence. And so they would pick me and another young lady. And I remember I walked out of the office and I saw the door close and I heard tears in the background going, please don't make me dance with Nelson. He's so bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, and I was fairly young, you know, and that hurts anybody's feeling. But I said to myself, you know, one day people are going to enjoy dancing with me and I want to accomplish that level of confidence. Mm -hmm. And so it took me about two years to really feel that. And and of course, I was I was young, and you're, you're ambitious, and all that kind of stuff. But um, that I I can remember it was two years into it, and then I really felt the the love for it, and not sure. just money. It's just the love right. for no, the for love. the art and you for know? teaching. The art. Yeah, and for teaching, and teaching to me is a high. Yeah, I like to take somebody who's never done anything. Example, Natalie, mm -hmm. and and then put her on the floor, and people go like, "Wow, that was awesome!" And that's that's a big thing for me to know that I'm able to accomplish that. And at a fun level, you know, no, sure. no, 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 no tears. We've, I've had tears before. I didn't cry not one <laughs> I've time. I've had tears before doing this, but that, that was back then when we used to have to do two at, a, at another mm -hmm. um, charity. We had to do two dances. Now, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, yeah. No so way. Everybody's stressed out. When yeah. you're stressed out, you get tears. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so do you, you teach, but do you also compete with like I do. I, I used to compete students? when I was younger mm -hmm. um, on a professional level. But I've always competed pro-am level, which means you develop a student and you go to competitions. And these competitions right now, most people don't understand that every weekend of the month, wow. of any month, you'll always have a competition everywhere in the United States pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it just allows the ability for people who have this competitiveness in them to let that out. And it doesn't matter if you're, I've had my youngest one was seven years old and the oldest student I'm teaching right now who used to compete is 93. Wow. So it allows you to be able to push yourself and, and to make goals with yourself to accomplish certain things. And competition is one of them. That's so cool. That's so cool. When it comes to training, our, our previous guest, we had a, a UFC fighter, our mm -hmm. MMA fighter come mm -hmm. in. And he was talking about the training. I remember he, it was uh, Torres. He said that he trained 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. When you were competing and you were doing the dancing thing, how, what was the training regimen like? How much training actually went into For it? a professional For level? Professional, For professional level. Your professional level is pretty much every day, yeah, two I to three imagine. hours. I can imagine. Um, because what it's all based on is the rhythmical sense of the dance and also the muscle memory because you want to be able to do things without even thinking about where right. you are. So it, you know, like anything, if you keep doing it over and over, and the thing about us is that you have a set routine, right, Natalie? Mm -hmm. And you just keep doing it over and over, over and, and over. over again to where you have the confidence in your muscles doing it. And if you think about it sometimes, that, that little split um, second you yep. think about it, you mess up. Yep. Yeah. Right? Right, Natalie? Yes. But, but overthinking. <laughs> yeah. People start to overthink yeah. the steps. You know, I was, I was really happy. I was really blessed, really, to have Natalie because she had a musical background from her flag days. And, mm -hmm. and, and it made it so easy. The hardest part of teaching somebody is really their comprehension of music. It has nothing to do with the feet. Mm -hmm. or the movement it's just your comprehension of music and i have to train that sometimes but without music why do you dance you know sure. so you want to hear a piece of music and that music inspires you to dance mm -hmm. and that's where we go with it so understanding music is really the hardest part yeah did you surprise yourself natalie on how well you picked it up or did it was uh, you thought you were i was pretty confident that i could handle it mm 
Um, there were some spots in our routine that were more on on a high, on a higher level. Right, right. Um, so that was a little tricky, but it was so fun to like just um, you know just try and do something sure. different, accomplishing. You know? Uh, yeah. rhythmical so it's very rhythmical and so the things that we challenged were the rhythmical senses of changing directions yeah changing speeds all those kind of things and keeping personality while you're moving through these actions yeah yeah, yeah. after i learned some of the steps it was um easier and like the one step that i could never get in class <laughs> was my favorite step it was after i got it it felt so good every time i was always smiling when we did that one step but it was great. So, um, how does someone like get started with classes with you if they well, wanted to take? I a class? have many outlets to be able to get to. My main one is Facebook, of mm-hmm. course. Uh, I have Nell Rod Dance Studios, N E L R O D, which is my first name, half of my first name, half of my last name. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dance Studios on Facebook. Um, you can go on there, and if you want to request a quote from me, whatever you're just trying to get some information about uh, how, how the classes go mm-hmm. um, i'm there um, basically everything i do is a private session so you're one-on-one with me if you're a couple it's the same thing too one-on-one with me and the one thing about my particular um, studio is that i'm the only teacher there so you never have to share the space with anybody because a lot of dance studios you go to you'll have mm-hmm. two three sometimes ten teachers on the floor yeah. and then you have to share that that space with them so mm-hmm. Uh, with me, I feel pretty fortunate that I've been able to run through my profession like that, and it makes the learning so much quicker because mm-hmm. you don't have other distractions on right. the floor. So that's how you do it. You do there, and uh, you can always call me, 706-313-9078, if you like, uh, and just leave a message. And it's pretty much any type of dance? Would, would yeah, so so I, I think one of the questions is what kind of dance I like. Yeah. Uh, Everyone is, is a challenge. Every dance within itself is what makes the art. And every, every action is different from what we call styles. And there is what they call international style and then American style. Uh, international is a little bit more proper. It, is, it was recognized much more worldwide. So if you're a world uh, Latin dancer, or, uh, and there's differences in ballroom dancer, the, that was more European, and then the United States is more like a Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers type of style, which is a little bit more free, a little bit more animated, and so that those two styles are very, very different. And but recently, up to three years ago, did the world start recognizing American style, and they actually have American style in world championships now. They wow! Never just cool. in the United States, so that's been a big jump. They've been pushing that for since I've started, and it is a beautiful beautiful style so i teach everything from the latin so there's rhythm dances which is the latins and chachas and rumbas and salsa salsa but chata right now is like insane everywhere anywhere in the country even chattanooga has incredible latin places now uh and then i also teach things like the waltzes and the tangos and all the traditional viennese waltzes very proper um and I, all that is kind of even the waltzes and things are based for weddings and i do sure. i teach a lot of wedding little routines for a wedding to make it look beautiful mm-hmm. so that that's those are all the styles i do i don't have really a favorite because like i said everything has its own that's, that was uh, my next question art right, and it was on to the it. sheet too was and that if did you have if you had to choose one though is there one that you had more passion for than the other well I know it's like choosing it, yeah kids, right? well yeah yeah <laughs> i don't have one favorite kid yeah yeah um <laughs> You you know when you when you think about it to me and you would think it'd be the opposite 
my, my smooth dancing is I love it for the control. Latin has its things, but the smooth dancing is much more controlled. Mm-hmm. And there's an elegance and beautiful and sadness that you can you can give a, a smooth dance. Whereas in Latin, it's usually there's some softness. It's, it's more sensual. Latin dancing is more sensual, so there's no sadness really. You don't want to be sad when you're sensual, right? <laughs> so, but in the smooth dances, you get a chance to have music that has violin and it's very sad, and you and you feel that music because of that. And I I kind of gear myself toward the smooth dances because they've been the challenge for me throughout most of my career. The smooth dances. The smooth dances. Wow. So yeah. I actually went to there was a gentleman that owns a studio in Nashville, and he was a two-time United States champion. And I became great friends with him, and he would come every quarter to my studio in Cleveland, and I would train. And it was, it was, I'd never been trained to that level, and it was an incredible understanding of body and, and, and movements that I never really understood. And dancing is a lot of sleight of hand. It looks one way, but it's really this way. And so through the years that I was learning it, I always thought it was this way, and he says, no, 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 it's this way. So the challenges of changing the way that I moved was, was big, but once I got it, it was, it was a beautiful feeling. It was very powerful. Mm-hmm. Smooth dancing is very, very powerful. Yeah, yeah. We had, um, I think, only one smooth dancer at Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that was, was beautiful. Night, nightclub two-step, which is a kind of waltzy, soft, pretty, mm-hmm. emotional. Um, but most of these events and and – I wish they would go to the other ones, but most of the events we want high energy, great yeah. music, sure. you know, and and that's what that's what makes the fun part of it. This hearing high energy music if you're sitting in the crowd for like two or three hours, mm-hmm. you really don't want to fall asleep too yeah. much in those waltzes. <laughs> yeah, get that high energy. Yeah. Down. So we did um, a swing dance, right? We did a swing dance. It's called actually it's called a triple swing, or in ballroom terms, it's called East Coast Swing. Okay. And it involves um, step ball changes mm-hmm. and then what we call rocking. And along the lines of that, really, there's only four things your feet can do. And he told floor. me this when we were first only starting, four. and I was it's, it's, appalled. A, it's the most insane thing ever. Whoever came up with it is brilliant. Mm-hmm. But there's only four things you you can do on the dance floor with your feet. And what you do is there's ways that you use your feet to create a different technique. And then you put one or two together to create a dance. Sometimes the dances are just made from one of the components. Mm-hmm. But four things is all you need to do with your feet. Yeah. It's a way to break it down, to simplify it. Yeah, yeah. I had great teachers. I had great, great teachers. If somebody was listening right now and maybe they're an aspiring dancer, I know that we mentioned obviously getting in touch with you to be their instructor or whatever, but mm-hmm. any general advice for anybody that is up and coming in the dance world through your experience, what you'd like to share? Uh, well, well, nowadays, it's, it's very different. You know, you, everybody's been exposed to dancing with the stars and yeah. things like that. And I did, my, my profession was never uh, that out. Uh, but when you see something like that, when you see it at that level, you'll go like, no, I can never do that. No, that's way too much beyond me. But like anything in life, you have to start small. You have to start with the simple things. And then from there, you build up from it. So if there's a desire, if you want to be able to have great people around you, fun energy, you're coming off a rough week and you're all worn out and you want to be around people who are up and friendly, the dance in the world it does that for you. You want to exercise, the dance world does that for you. So there's many, many different outlets with dancing. But if you have a feel for it and you've always seen it and you've always wanted to do it, you should take a test run on it. It's always, 
for me when I tell people they come in, um, I always tell them, you know, if you're after your first session with me, if you feel like you're not going to be able to do it, then you don't pay me for that session. I have kind of a little guarantee along with it. But I've I've never had to give back anybody <laughs> anybody's money, so I'm proud of that fact. Yeah, so I, I make it non-pressurized. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no, no pressure. No, no pressure. No, if you can't right. do it, and you, you dancing doesn't lie. If when you when you get it right, Natalie, mm-hmm. you know it's right. Mm-hmm. And when you it's not, you understand you it. that. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to to mask that uh, mistake or not having that understanding. And when you understand what your mistake is, that means you understand it. Isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Gino and his girlfriend just took a dance class. Yeah, yeah. Well, we took uh, some introductory classes at one of the studios uh-huh. in town here, and uh-huh. we were able to do that. It was my first time ever. Yes. Uh, and it did open up the world. And, it, and you're completely right. When you feel like you finally get it, we just did the waltz. It was yeah, really yeah. basic. It was only two introductory classes. Right. Um, Savannah has a little bit more experience. Not a lot, but she had a little bit more. She's taken classes before, and she right. really enjoys it. So for, uh, for our Valentine's Day, I ended up getting her two well, introductory you're classes. The man. I know. You're the man. Yeah, we jumped in. We <laughs> yeah. had a great time. And a lot of the dancers that were involved with Dancing with the Stars mm-hmm. were there as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was great to see. And mm-hmm. um, it was definitely cool. It was like I said, I don't know if I would want to be ready to jump into a competition like Natalie was, but I, I would. it was very cool. It was a great experience, and I definitely suggest anybody do it. And I know they do social nights, and like you're mm-hmm. saying, it seems to be a very social and uh, group atmosphere. Well, I'm, the dancing is really, when you look at a couple, really the main priority or the main character in it is the actual male yeah. because without him understanding the music and the step and the lead it can't be accomplished so to me it's always been a very male orientated art form because without you you can't you can't make that girl shine and, and the expression in the dance world is that the guy is the frame mm-hmm. and the girl is the picture and he's just outside doing everything and you're highlighting her but once you get it as a male doors open big time because what women love to dance and it doesn't matter if you just get out of that seat and you get on the floor that's what they want to do they want to feel pretty they want to go on the floor and just have fun versus sitting on there and just waiting for the just poor guy you know, <laughs> like, so you we've all seen that like little guys just all the women sitting at the table yeah, and the guy's like waiting, <laughs> waiting right yeah <laughs> and it's crazy how that ha- works but that's human nature you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so knowledge has that tendency to help you with that uh, throughout the years, of course, early, I don't think it's as bad now as it used to be maybe then, but the the stereotypes. Yes. I know that there's a lot of guys out there, I'm not dancing, too tough right. almost. I'm right. sure you've run into that in one way or another maybe in, in your lifetime. What, what do you say to that? Or how well, do you get I, around that being a young man and kind of coming well, up in that? Dancing has changed a lot because, yes. you know, we have that exposure now with Dancing with the Stars, Emmett Smith, a lot of the football of players, and some of them were just incredible, yeah. actually. So, you know, that's opened up doors. But still, there's a stigma along associated with it if you're not playing football, basketball, baseball, you know. But dancing, not only is it a sport, and that's they've tr- they're also trying to work in getting into the Olympics, which is the next wow. big goal. They're trying to get ball. Might have ice skating. Yeah, why not? <laughs> right, Absolutely. right. So that's that's where ballroom's trying to go. They're trying to get it as an Olympic game sport. You know, once you get a, a woman in your arms and she's smiling and she's looking at you and she's laughing. That stigma has a tendency to go away. Yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, she says, "Oh, I hope you ask me again." <laughs> that little tendency has a way yeah. to just go by the wayside. Right? Yeah. That's right. I'm the one dancing. You're not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So it, it is an, a normal thing. I I went through it uh, when I was younger. People didn't understand what I did. Sometimes I go, they go like, "How many dollars do you have now?" Like, 
No, not that type of dancing. So, <laughs> so it's actual organized, uh, beautiful touch dancing. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Nelson, for coming to the studio today. We are going to link up Nelson's Facebook, Instagram, get all of his info out on all of our social media sites. And until next time. Well, I appreciate it so much. And thank you for being my partner. I had a great time with you. Aww. And I'm so glad that you did as well as you did. You, and thank you very much. You yes, are a great teacher. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's Hey, What's Up? Hello. This has been Hey What's Up Hello, the Hits 96 podcast with DJ Kevin Hayes, Natalie, and Gino D. Make sure to follow us on all social media and to like and subscribe. Please note that the views, opinions, and content expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or policies of Bayhackle Communications.